This is Working Tech, where we talk about how tech can work harder so we can work better. Because hardly working isn't an option. And still, to this day, even though, you know, we clearly target the, the college student because that's where the majority of our community members live or, or have just graduated, still, I think probably 20, 25, 25% of our community are, are career changers. Hey, everybody, this is Kevin W. Grossman, creator and co-founder of the Working Tech Podcast and one of the co-hosts. Myself, along with co-founder and co-host Bill Bannum, welcome you to our new series where we'll talk about all things tech and the working world around us, including HR, recruiting, and related technologies. Our guests will include those who make the magic happen so we can all work better. Here's the thing. Networking with peers and mentors is more critical than ever for young and old alike and especially for those either just entering the workplace or in transition. Talent today becomes highly employable when they're connected to high-impact internships and mentors. U-Turn's community features passionate support from college students, recent graduates, young professionals, career center pros, and all-star career experts. Enjoy this conversation I had with U-Turn CEO and founder, Mark Babbitt. Mark is also co-author of the bestseller, A World Gone Social, How Companies Must Adapt to Survive. Mark, thank you so much for being on Working Tech. Of course, Kevin. Thrilled to be here. I appreciate it. Listen, you've got a few exciting projects going on, and we're going to get to those. But let's first start with what you have been working on for a few years now, U-Turn, which is a social resource for young professionals um, that Mashable has called a top five online community for starting your career, which is pretty exciting. So first and foremost, why U-Turn? So here's the deal. When, when we launched U-Turn, and it was way back in late 2010 now, you know, we were right in the middle of a, of a huge recession. Nobody knew how to get jobs. Social recruiting had just, had just started to become a thing, and, and the hiring process was being turned on its ear. Even for experienced professionals, we didn't know how to get a job or who to ask for a job. And so we built U-Turn to help young professionals, recent graduates, college students prepare for and excel in the workforce. And, and so we talk a lot about the importance of personal branding, social proof, mentorship, internships, everything you need to not just be yet another college student with yet another degree, but actually a valuable member of the team from, from day one. So then, Mark, how do you differentiate then? I mean, now we've, let's fast forward from, you know, the, the height of the recession to since more or less a, for, for a very much a recovery, although still a fragile economy globally for a lot of different reasons that we don't need to go into. But how do you differentiate that site continuously then going forward? Are there other competitors that have similar kinds of uh, intern communities? Well, there are, and many of them, um, to I guess to our credit, have come and gone. I mean, internships for a while were were the hot ticket, and we would see a new competitor come along every three months. But they were they were yet another job board. They they a lot of spamming going on, a lot of not much mutually beneficial uh, value there. And the, the whole time, we we just kept plugging away with with great content and a great community and a and a Twitter chat that's still going strong today. And and we were there for the community, not the other way around. And so we outlasted everybody, it seems. So for those keeping score at home who may, believe it or not, may not know what a Twitter chat is, why don't you tell us what a Twitter chat is and what yours is about? So a, t- a Twitter chat is, is um, <laughs> it's for many people now, I know it's, it's kind of a, you know, an era gone by, uh, but 
But the reality is there's still no better way for usually one hour for people to, to, um, to join a conversation that centers around a specific hashtag. In, in our case, it's intern pro. And, and we have a one hour conversation about a specific topic that, that a young professional, an intern might, might find value in as they go through it. And, and so for, for 60 minutes, all we do is sit around and, and analyze of the, the topic chosen that night. And it's still, it's still just a great way to learn and contribute and, and become part of a community. Just communicating actually using Twitter is via hashtags, right? So a hashtag is a way to partition specific kinds of content related to a topic, theme, company, you name it. What is the hashtag you use? Intern Pro. Intern Pro. Okay. Right. Hashtag Intern Pro to be able to follow along, not only what's shared in your stream uh, on an ongoing basis, but also participate in, in the Twitter chats. And yes, you and I, we've, we've been drinking that Kool-Aid for a while. Uh, just um, a little while, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's it's great though. I mean, I still think that's the one thing that I've always I've always known about Twitter, and I still believe it today. And it's it's a it's a, an amazing communication platform, and it it it's not it was never intended to be a social network per se, but it's become that because of the way you can partition the streams and the and the streams of content, and then it becomes more community based because of that. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And I, and I got to tell you, the hashtags are about the only way I, that I, I communicate on Twitter anymore. There's so much crap out there and so many political posts and rants and, yes. and fake news. And, and man, if you're, if you're not involved in a hashtag that interests me, I'm probably not going to see your tweet. Well, and, and you wouldn't otherwise, even if you were interested, right? Because there's just too much, there's too much flying on, on, on Twitter as opposed to other platforms like Facebook and LinkedIn and other um, even more niche sites where you're there's a little bit slower on the consumption side, but even then that's that old fun adage of a tweet falls in the forest. Does anybody really hear it? Well, right. not, not unless it has a hashtag. That's right. right? That's it exactly. Yeah. So, so listen here, let me ask you a little bit more about, so the community again today with U-Turn primarily has been again, the, the young college, college graduate, but you and I were talking before we did this show, before we recorded the podcast, that you know there there has been, and I I don't have any specific statistics um, off the top of my head, uh, even bringing to this podcast. But I know there's a growing number of older individuals, older meaning you know d- older generations, not necessarily right out of college. Maybe they went back to school to finish. There's career transition, and there there's intern interning opportunities for even us old folks, right? Is that, is that something well, that you're is. finding as well? There is. And I, and, and still to this day, even though, you know, we clearly target the, the college student because that's where the majority of our community members live or, or have just graduated still, I think probably 20, 25, 25% of our community are, are career changers. And those, those not pay, you know, and I'm, and I, Kevin, it was m- much more than this uh, just a few short years ago, right? Especially during the recession, right? The career changers, those the the the, the Gen Zers, the the Boomers, they were looking for any handle to grab a hold of. I mean, it was so hard to change jobs, let alone change careers. That that many older workers, many workforce veterans, were turning to internships. And starting to rely more on mentorships and personal branding and social proof, and they became members of the community. And many of them, even though they've been gainfully employed for many years, they they're now giving back. They're they're our mentors. They're they're contributing on the chats. They're contributing on the blog because they they got so much out of it at one point that now 
now it's their turn to help out. So it's quite rewarding, actually. So with the with the interns that use your your platform as a community to to learn more about um, internship opportunities and to to network with one another, and and what what are some of the kind of immediate um, value to to the new candidate themselves using U-Turn for them? That's a great question. I think uh, if I had to sum it up, I'd, I'd, I would use the word confidence. I mean, again, we have blown apart how how people look for work and, and frankly, how people, employers look for companies. And, you know, we've lived in this community for so long, the, the, you know, the, the social recruiting, we were there when it when it was born. And, and so we can walk our community members through this, through the process and how it really works, not how it worked 10 years ago, where all you had to do is go to Monster Career Builder and click apply now 200 times and something good would happen. There's a process that we have to follow now. And there's, and there's certain expectations that recruiters, they just don't talk about those. And, and so, so I think that's a big thing. And let's face it, uh, it's been a long time since roomies and besties and mommies were great giving great career advice and, and so uh, why not why not go to somewhere where where the not just the the u-turn family but but the entire mentor network of recruiters and resume writers and employers and hiring managers we all hang out together so why not learn from the people that are actually doing the hiring some of it's obviously readily clear but what what are some of the other benefits for the on the employer side then with when it comes to u-turn well, so so the employer side is, you know, everybody's now, it seems like everybody is, is trying to build the talent community. Uh, let's call it a sales funnel because sometimes that's what it feels like. We want to know the, the young talent that's actually out there making an effort. And, and uh, fortunately for our community and certainly for our, for our business, U-Turn is seen as a differentiator. If, you, if you've been hanging around U-Turn, you're probably more prepared online. You're probably more prepared for the job interview. Your resume is probably better. and and so, so many great companies have reached out to us and said, look, we want to be part of this because you guys are clearly helping. And so not only is it, is it good, let's call it, you know, good salesmanship uh, to fill that sales funnel, it's good community building because, because if you're one of our mentors, if you're, say you're working for Ford Motor Company and, and you're hiring young talent fresh out of school all the time, you probably want to be associated with, with an organization like U-Turn, a community like you turn because you're out there giving back and, and you're out there helping for, you know, you're not getting paid for it. You're just mentoring. And, and that's, that's good for your personal brand and it's good for your corporate brand. College recruiting isn't new, right? I mean, it's companies uh, big and small, primarily mid-sized to global enterprises. Um, they have just, you know, if not individuals, groups or teams and, and divisions of, of college recruiters that are going not only on campus, but doing virtual events, recruiting them all the time. And w- one of the things that I'm hearing, for, specifically for a lot of trade positions in, in energy and um, other, other industries that where there's a, there's a, you know, a dying breed of, of, of skilled professionals, right, to manage our our gas pipelines and our, and our, our power plants. And it's, it's, it's almost, it's kind of scary when you start digging into it, but I guess my point is they're going even deeper. They're going to high school. Oh, they are. They, <laughs> well, especially in the STEM, in the, in the STEM fields now. It's, and STEM too. Right. Yeah. It's, it is, uh, there are layers and layers and layers of, of recruiters looking for just the right person. And, and here's the, here's the, benefit of that to everybody i think is now we start treating people like human beings early and not just another candidate but we're we're mentoring early we're we're helping pay for college in in many cases early we're part of their lives and 
you know, this, this is not new, Kevin. This is this has been around. You know, the military has been paying for a lot of college education for a lot of years. Correct. And 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 that's what it is. It's the military model, and and especially the engineering companies. Man, they're digging in deep, and they are going all the way to high school, and they are building their own talent communities, and they're building that loyalty and, frankly, that word of mouth very early. I mean, you you treat an eighteen year old young woman, especially in the STEM world right now, well, she is going to remember you the rest of her life as a mentor, as a giver, as a contributor to her success. And it, boy, that's not a bad way to go if you're an employer. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So let me ask you, so first with interns dealing, so you, what's one piece of advice you would give to a college uh, or soon to be college graduate potential intern, what's one really good piece of advice you give them? Well, we, we tell them, uh, we tell everybody the same, the same piece of advice first, and that is to stop believing the big lie. And the big lie, Kevin, goes like this. You, um, your, parents, your parents start telling it to you when you're about eight, and, and they say, you know, go to school, get good grades, play, maybe play some sports or do speech and debate or drama club, do community service, and you're going to get into a great college. And, and then you're going to go to college and you're going to r- rinse and repeat all of that for four years and you're going to end up with a college degree. And because you've worked so hard and you follow the American dream, there's going to be a great job waiting for you just because you have a degree. And we're still selling that crap today, I know. even though it's been that, that, that version of the American dream has been dead for about 20 years. Yeah. And, and going to college does not make you special. It does not make you different. In some cases, it barely helps you meet minimum requirements. Well, depending, yeah, for the, for those of us either that were in social studies or liberal studies, but that's I don't want to talk about that, Mark. Yeah, that could be that Stop. could be a forty-five minute conversation right there. Well, now I and I joke about this only because I was a psychology major in college and with an anthro minor and did want to be a psychologist, didn't go that route, and ended up in marketing in the HR recruiting technology space, um, or even just in technology in general, then to the space. So for a lot of us, uh, it's, it's never a straight line. It's a completely jagged connect the dots. And let's see what, what, that, what that picture looks like. What about the employer side, Mark? What, what do you recommend to employers when it comes to basically d- uh, bringing on board, developing, and eventually hiring these interns? Be a mentor. Be something more than just an employer actually care about the people that you're bringing into your company. Man, the industrial age hiring process, it kind of ruined everything for everybody. It was just terrible. And, and the best companies in the world now are figuring out that, especially younger employees, they, they want to know that you care. They want to know that you're, you're after something other than just profits. They want to know that, that if I'm loyal to you, I, I need you to be loyal to me. And if, and if you're not, I mean, you're going to lose those people. And, and yet us old white guys, we say, Oh, those millennials, they only last 2.3 years. Yeah. That's because you suck. And, <laughs> and no, nobody wants to work for you. Right. No, nobody does anything just for a job anymore. We know we need it, value. We need purpose. We need integrity. We need all of that. And if, and if we need mentorship and if you're not giving me that, I'm going to go somewhere else. Well, that's exactly right. And it's always much more complicated than what we try to paint it. We try to paint generations in a corner and, you know, nobody puts baby in a corner and that just, that just dated me. So because, because of that, right. And I'm, 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 I'm Gen X and I, you know, I, the thing is, is that I guess I get really tired of that conversation and over and over again. I mean, I'm yes, so there, over it. Yes. Yeah, yes, there are, there are idiosyncrasies in, in, in every age group and every generation. Sure. But at the same time, we do want value. We, we want we we want 
to be able to make a living and we want to be able to do something that we like or and or love in particular. And we want to, we want to generate value and be and felt value, right? When it comes to anything that we do. And if that means that we, that we we're, we're bouncing around a little bit, we're exploring, we're doing, we're trying some entrepreneurial stuff that to me, that shouldn't be held against somebody if they have the skills and experience potentially that you want. You may only have, I mean, just the whole thing about, you know, the tours of duty and the LinkedIn book that came out a few, a couple years ago. It's it's a different relationship too, even from the employer side. I mean, contract work is on the rise. The contingent workforce continues to increase. So there's, there's, it's really more complex than painting everybody in a corner like that. Let's talk about a couple of other things though, because... You're also the president of, a, of the leadership community that's uh, been known as Switch and Shift, and it's soon to be something else. Tell us about that, Mark. Uh, it, we're, we're actually rebranding our, our site uh, to WorkIQ, W-O-R-Q-I-Q, and, and about, this, about the time our conversation goes live, it'll be done. And when we're doing this for a very simple reason, Kevin, the more, the more me and my, my business partner, Sean Murphy, talked, we, we realized leadership was one of six or seven things that, that we cared a great deal about and that we were helping our corporate clients with in their business. And, and so we weren't just a leadership site. And, and so we're, we're, we're focused on many areas of, of making a workplace a better place to be. And, and sure, mentorship and leadership are one of them, but, but we also talk about employee engagement and optimistic workplaces and and a whole bunch of factors that go into making people happier and more productive. So we're rebranding to accommodate that. So in the work IQ that's coming then, how, how do employers engage work IQ? What, what, what is it that you can do for them? We work with um, our, our, probably our target group right now, Kevin, is uh, legacy organizations that just quite haven't figured out how to transition from industrial age best practices. Um, and when I say best practices, I'm using air quotes. Um, because some of them are not very best uh, to to the social age, and and what is it? What is it that's making these great companies so great? The Zappos of the world and 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 the REIs of the world. What are they doing differently than we are as a public utility, as a healthcare firm, as a legal firm, as a you know a Fortune 100 firm? Why? What are we missing? And and companies are coming to ask asking that very question. What what are we doing wrong? And how do we get better? And that's that's where we help. So I used the term old white guy earlier. I think that's a big part of it, Kevin, is, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us boomer males, white hair and all, the leadership world, the corporate world has changed so much in the last 10 years that we don't know, you know, didn't see the tsunami hit us or feel the tsunami hit us. We didn't see it coming. And there's so many companies out there who just they have no idea how, how to recruit great talent, young talent. That and which could be a whole other conversation, and those also those that are resistant not to adapt as well. Oh well, that's so. That's, oh my god, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's, well, that's a whole other. We could talk that, about that in a whole whole another conversation. What I wanted to ask you about uh, really quick next is that you also serve transitioning military veterans as the co-founder of for, forwardheroes.org, right? So, what about tell us about that? Well, we do. We're, we have a whole bunch of things lined up. We're, we're finishing the rebranding of, of uh, Switch and Shift to Work IQ right now. Uh, we're shortly after that we'll launch the new version of U-Turn, and once that's done, we're going to begin work on ForwardHeroes.org, which what U-Turn is to college students, young professionals, recent graduates. Uh, Forward Heroes will be for our military veterans. Uh, it's 
for, for, for many veterans right now and, and their families, this transition is tough. And we have, over the next five years, we have 3 million members of our military that are, that are being forced out, that are being transitioned out. And, and so we're, we're starting a nonprofit thing. Everything we've learned from, from U-turn, switch and shift, now work IQ, and we're, and we're going to help people in a, in a nonprofit mode make that, make that transition from the military, their military careers to their civilian careers. That's inspiring, very admirable work too, Mark. So um, kudos to you on, on that one. You also co-authored a book titled A World Gone Social, How Companies Must Adapt, speaking of adapting, how companies must adapt to survive. What was one of the, who was your co-author again? And what was one of the key takeaways that you'd like to leave with me today? Ted, Ted Coyne was, was the co-author on that. And, and frankly, this was, it was his idea. I came along later and, and uh, I'm so proud of the work that we did. It's, it, the, the key takeaway we've already, we were kind of already touched on, yeah. Kevin, and that is, man, the world's different now. And yeah. And we and we haven't made this we haven't made this transition. And in some cases, we just we haven't made it gracefully. We haven't made it at all. And and <laughs> you know the book the book came out um, to over two years ago now. And anybody who's written a book knows you you finish the manuscript a year before that. So it seems like ancient history. But here's the, here's our reality, Kevin. Many of the things we predicted, including our most recent presidential election and how they use social media to. To, to change that atmosphere, change that environment dramatically, we talked about three years ago. So it's, it's actually kind of fun to see much of what, of what we kind of looked at ahead in the future and saw, and it's happening now. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's a fun little, fun little process. Well, and definitely will continue to happen as well. Mark, obviously you and the teams that you work with, you've been all working really hard and you've got a lot of exciting, not only services that you've been offering today and new ones coming. So what exactly are you doing when you're hardly working? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm not sure that exists. I, um, <laughs> I, well, I hear I, you on that. Yeah. I sometimes, I sometimes refer to myself as recovering, a recovering workaholic, but I suck at, at recovering, it turns out. So <laughs> So we, you know, but here's the deal. One, I have a, a wonderful family that that supports my workaholic tendencies. I, I get to work from home. I get to I get to coach my kids. You know, baseball team year round. Yeah. I I have two Labrador retrievers that I run out um, on, on our five acres up here in the mountains in Colorado, and and I take my breaks. And I, you know, I love to grab a fishing pole and kids and the dogs and now the grandkids and and head down to the river. I, I love my life. And so I, you know, I, I don't do that two week vacation. I don't do the unplugged thing, but even in the middle of a workday, I can go for a 45 minute walk and, and feel just as content as somebody who went to, to Italy for two weeks. So I'm, I'm good. And I, I just love relaxing. And I, Kevin, one more thing, if you don't mind, I'll make it real quick is her, sure. you know, those of us who are making a living in, in this, in this digital economy and, and that are introverts, that's how we recharge, right? We, we don't need to go on vacation for two weeks. We don't need to go to a, a big city. 45 minutes at a time is good for us. And that's, that's how I live my life is I, boy, I got to take breaks, but they're on my terms and in my place. And I like that. Amen. I completely, completely concur. Mark, it's been a pleasure having you on Working Tech and I look forward to seeing you get in person very soon. Well, thank you, Kevin. I look forward to that also. We'll be back with more Working Tech soon. Until then, be good and work better.
brought to you by Reach West Media and the HR Gazette.